What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of What the Fanboy Podcast. I beat all of you before you could I was interrupt trying to me. to silence my phone. I'm so slow tonight, so... I jumped on that one. <laughs> you I did. I not were... letting anybody get in the way. That's two weeks in a row that you I've You are on top it. of it. Maybe we're just getting nicer. Yeah. Or you're getting sloppy. I'm lazy. getting old. That's my problem. You are old. Old. Anyway, what's up, everybody? We're really glad that you could join us again for another week of just nerding out. My name's Luke. This is Mr. Tyler. I am Mr. Tyler, and this is the beautiful Breaditon. What's up, what's up, what's up? What up, what up? Guys, it's been a week. It has been a week. It's been one week happened. exactly since we were last year. What uh, what all Two did you guys do this week? Anything fun and exciting? I know we did we did one thing all together, yeah. which is the main topic this week, which is... Joker. Going to see Joker. We'll have lots of thoughts... We did do that. About that later. That happened. That is a thing. <laughs> Tyler, what all did you do? What else did you do? First, I want to mention that Luke and I wore Superman shirts on the same day, unplanned. Pretty awesome. I didn't get the memo. Also, we had the Spider-Man a Superman shirt. I told you. We were right. Or you were right, but I figured. <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, I finished season one of The Flash with my brother. Um, man, I forgot how emotional the end of that season gets me. I actually had a tear roll down my face. I was kind of surprised. It was awesome. Um, I also played some more Gears 5, which I love that game. I don't care what anybody says about it. I'll fight you if you don't like it. Not really. I don't care that much. Do people say bad things about yeah, it? Yeah, people do. Really? Mostly because of their microtransaction stuff. Uh, but, I mean, I feel like that's any game nowadays. Um, You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, microtransactions? Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Would not do again. EA. Would at you. not recommend. Um, I watched Inception for the oh. first time in probably... Okay, not, not first time ever. You had, no, you no, had no, me really no, worried there. No, I had seen it. Um, I was scrolling through the, my movies and I was like, ah, I haven't seen this one. I wonder if I'll see it. Ooh, it's been good. at least since college been that a hot I've minute. seen it. And uh, I like that movie, but I... I have some issues. <laughs> like, it's not with the movie, not me personally. Um, I really do like it, but it kind of makes me angry at the same time, which I think is the goal, is to make you wonder what what is and what isn't real. Yeah. Um, so it does a really good job at that, but it's also frustrating, and we can talk about that as a sidebar at some other time. The other big thing I did was I played Apex Season 3. You had said you played yeah, a little bit of it, too. I hopped in last night, finally. Oh, last night was the first time. Yeah. Did you buy the battle pass? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I had I had bought the like more expensive battle pass in season one, mm -hmm. and so like by default, because I hadn't spent a bunch of those coins, I had enough to just buy the battle pass. Right. I was like two hundred short. Oh. And I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna buy it, but I won't have to buy the next one. So, yeah. um, that's nice. What do you think of it so far? Do you like it? I do. Um, I'm still like I've, I only got like four game, four five games in last night. You almost have as many games as I have wins. So not really. I only have three <laughs> wins. Um, but I'm still learning the map and some of that new stuff. But I had good games. Yeah, they were fun. I, the map is certainly different. Yeah. Um, it plays a lot slower. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't like. What I liked about Apex is how fast it plays. Uh, I really enjoyed. You know constantly feeling like i was getting ready to get in a gunfight and i don't yeah. feel like that anymore but it's still a good map 
it just changes the way you play the game, which is a good thing. Yeah. It keeps it fresh. It does. It, it would certainly keeps it fresh. And, and, you know, I was trying to figure out what, you know, typically in the old map I was running R99 and, yep. and whatnot. And uh, R99 and Hemlock. And Hemlock still awesome hemlock but is great <laughs> i i switched over to a g7 for a while and had a lot of a, a lot of fun with that did you pick up the double tap trigger by i chance? did and oh my gosh that thing <laughs> it's so different the, the first time i fired it i was i i died because i had just picked it up and hadn't fired it and all of a sudden i was like wildly all over the place <laughs> with these double shots i was like, like oh, oh no i'm out of bullets <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the new attachments that they put in and the attachments they've taken out. I think are a good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they got rid of disrupted rounds, but that charge rifle makes up for it tenfold. Yeah, I that thing is hold of that thing yet. That thing is. Re- I've used it once and I got a kill right away, and I was like, "Huh, okay, this is neat." Have you uh, been able to play crypto at all? Yeah, uh, actually, probably my new favorite character. Yeah, um, he seems really useful. He is. He's really good, like, in-game, mm-hmm. which I like. But, see, like, my favorite thing about him is, like, I'm not huge on using abilities. Like, mm. it's just not really my thing. Yeah. But, like, with him, like, all of his stuff, or well, not all of it, but most of his stuff's pretty passive. Yeah. Um. So, I really enjoy just being able to play the game and then get to the in-game and be like, oh, we could scout him out real quick. Like, if everybody's right. healing up and I'm done, yep. Yep. I'll just go park crypto somewhere and mm-hmm. go ride around, see if I can find people. My favorite little passive ability he has, though, is if you look at the the leaderboards. Have you yeah, have you noticed yes, this? Yes. It tells you how many squads are within range of your drone. Yep. Which I think is super helpful. Although it's gotten me killed a few times because I'm just <laughs> like, man, this is so cool. Oh, I'm dead. Never mind. But uh, no, Apex Season Three is off to a good start. I think they announced a new event today. Um, I don't know if we want to save that for news or. Yeah, let's save that for news. Okay. Spoiler alert. Apex has nah, news. Nah, a tease. <laughs> a tease that's all i did sorry no that's trying to make sure i don't forget luke what about you um i i didn't do a whole lot this week mainly because shadow keep came out and that's yeah a majority of what i did um but i finished like first of all i was at the chiefs game last night i am very tired i me and my dad got home around 2 30 in the morning <sighs> After a just incredibly frustrating Not loss. Not a good one to go to. Yeah, the game was disappointing, but we still had a bunch of fun. Yeah, you the, always do when you get The atmosphere games. at Arrowhead is unreal. Yeah. The people sitting around us were so much fun. There was a group of friends, like in the row behind us, group of Chiefs and uh, Colts buddies, and they were killing me. They yeah. were so funny. I was yeah. having such a great time. <laughs> me and my dad were cracking jokes and hanging out and it was it was a lot of fun so i'm That's really good. glad we got to go just got to go again so we can so my dad can see a, a win at arrowhead yeah because <laughs> yeah. he hadn't been there in so long um so i'll go again with your dad if you take, if you take me uh, <laughs> um but the only really thing i did that we don't all won't talk about is i watched a netflix original called the spy um, it's a limited series. It's six episodes, and it is super good. Um, it stars Sacha Baron Cohen, as in he's. I think he was born in Egypt, but he's Israeli. Okay. And he becomes a spy for the Israeli government to infiltrate the Syrian government. And 
it's it's based on a true story and it is it's just nuts um it's kind of infuriating too kind of like because they show you how it ends at the very beginning it's the first scene oh, so sure. you know what's coming and you're just going why the whole time like yeah. how did this happen the pacing in it is slow and brutal in like a good way like brutal is in like okay well what's gonna happen yeah. here like and they just they take their time and you're like oh crap this is when this is gonna happen oh it's not yet oh my gosh <laughs> but like it takes its time which is super nice um but yeah it's only six episodes i'd, I'd highly recommend it to anybody i'd give it a fanboy worthy mainly because of the pace yeah some people can't take a, a show that takes its time like that yeah um but yeah i'd really recommend try that out there's it's tvma for one scene which was just unfortunate because i was gonna recommend it <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> did we just lose our feet um this is interesting we've never had this happen before we're doing it live did we lose it no oh, we're still going Okay. We're still in it. I don't even remember really what I was talking about. You were talking about the spy. Yeah, but I don't remember what and I was going to say. The TVMA scene and how it's only in there for one scene. Oh yeah, there's just one super long, unneeded sex scene that just is unfortunate because I'd recommend it to so many more people if it wasn't in there. But oh no, it's unfortunate. But yeah, it's super good. At one of the one of the top of the list for the TV shows that I've watched this year. And I've watched quite a bit, so yeah, you've only watched like twenty two, right? Something like that. Uh, I can. You were at fifteen last time. I imagine you've at least watched seven since then. Well, I'll look real quick to see how many that I've watched. Well, so you I... do that. I'm gonna try to find where all my tabs went on my computer. Everybody's technology is breaking. I better make sure that I'm still I'm still recording. That's good. <laughs> I seriously don't know how to find it. I have watched 23 shows. Oh, I undershot that. How? How is that a thing? So, automatic updates are sometimes really cool, and sometimes they I try, just had and, the problem with and that. try and just murder your computer. I just <laughs> had a problem with that with my computer Luckily, right before we started. so, like, Chrome, like, just died. But OBS was like, whoa, 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 pop the brakes. I'm not sure you want to do this. <laughs> this will end your stream. I'm like, no, gosh, no. no. Thank you. <laughs> so anyways, we're good now. We're back. I can't find my tabs. That, that was it. The other thing is Destiny 2, which I'll talk about with Brett when he talks about it. I only it. have one other thing to talk about, okay. which is that I am tired too, not because of going to a Chiefs game, but because uh, we had my daughter's birthday party nice. this week, and we had a couple, because we had family, one for family, one for friends, mm. yada yada, and, and man, a bunch of like... Your kid know at a party? Six to <laughs> one-year-olds running around is rough, but had a lot of fun. Um, something that I haven't ever like. <laughs> um, we're having so many technology issues. I don't, know, this I don't know what's happening. Let's just put our. We don't need a computer yeah, for this. <laughs> I need mine. I need mine. <laughs> no, no. Anyways, um, so we had a, a, a PJ Masks 
nice. themed birthday party, which is a, a, I think it's a Nickelodeon TV show. Um, I don't know. I've seen about four minutes of it. It's like superhero, like kids superheroes. When they, we walk in the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys have seen some of it. I but, remember uh, she told me it was PJ Masks, and I thought she said TJ Maxx, and I was like, what? <laughs> they have a TV show? They have a TV show now. Fun fact. TJ Maxx, the show. Most affordable. The original series. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, birthday parties are fun. Having a kid's fun. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I don't know why. but um, And then, lastly, what I spent most of my time this week doing, which is the same thing that Luke has been doing, is playing that Destiny 2 Shadow, Shadow Keep. Keep. And, uh, and, and now, I guess, Season of the Undying has like unfish- officially started. Yeah. So, it's been been pretty cool um so throughout this i'm gonna let brett talk about stuff because i won't remember anything and i'll let you know if i agree or disagree i guess (laughs) so shadow keeps uh an expansion that's kind of on the level of rise of iron in terms of like size so from destiny one there was the the rise of iron expansion which was the final expansion for destiny one I don't think Shadow Keep's going to be the final expansion for Destiny 2. I would hope not after the huge change after they just made. After all they've done, they're just like, ah. Here's this cool stuff, and we're done. <laughs> Destiny 3 time. But. Never mind. No, I, so the. I love the location. Going back to the moon was awesome. I love the moon. Um, the real one, too. The, yeah, the real one, too. Uh, but moon, moon's story? haunted, and. It's background on my phone. Um, I just think it's really cool, the vi- like the visual and slight like aesthetic changes they've made to the the space that was existing. Um, it's really make it's way it, cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is this is familiar, and I love it. I love that nostalgia feel. But then there's it's new. Yeah, which is really neat. Um, like the new space that you spawn into um, mm. there is super cool uh just like when you get to the moon in that first mission there's a whole new area that leads you up and like into kind of the older area and it's it's really 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 neat mm-hmm. um i think that this one has pretty good in terms of like overarching destiny storyline progression it does some really cool things without spoiling anything um but it's pretty short, the actual campaign. Extremely short. <laughs> it's just done. And it ends super suddenly, which is like, I thought, like, oh, are we done? I thought something <laughs> crazy was about to happen. And I was like, oh, here we go. We're about yeah. to kick this thing off. Nope, you're done. It's over. Start Vex Offensive. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell that they've, or I, I shouldn't say you can tell yet. My gut feeling is that they've taken a lot of what would have gone into like a proper campaign and spread that up, spread that out over like the entire season or the entire year of storytelling. So story do you think telling. they'll release more of the story? Yeah, yeah. I think. Thank goodness. I th- well, like Ugh. one of the things they were talking about is how like they want it to be like a living world, and so things will happen more like frequently out in the world. So okay. I don't know if that means exactly like missions or just that. The things, the activities we do will push the story forward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it felt... That's probably my one downside is that it just feels... It's like it's like three story missions and... Three and a half. Three and a half story missions and then some like open world grindy things. Yeah. Which were fun, but 
yeah, it just kind of felt over. Yeah, what they gave me, I really enjoyed. But yeah, it just it ended, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> is that it? Wow. Like, just I wasn't expecting it to be that short. Yeah, this is I the, wasn't. I wasn't either. Especially be, since like I didn't know if this was normal. I didn't know if they always release stuff season by season. Every time I've bought in something Destiny, I've gotten everything, and right. I just zoomed through it as fast as I could. Yeah, trying to play catch up. We're playing catch up. You're not playing catch up no more. Not anymore. Now I'm I'm in it. Now the grind begins. Oh, Have you geez. gotten any uh, any awesome exotics, Luke? Um, no. This this is a pretty major con. I was when we were at Joker. I said we should do the Nightfall mission together. We yeah. can get an exotic. I ended up doing it. It didn't give me anything. It no. gave me nothing. Progress on that quest, I hope. I played it twice. Huh. And never got anything. And then the status bar where it's like, this is what you will earn for it. It's like, powerful gear, tier one. Mm. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, thank you, I guess. And then, did you play Risk Reward? No, not yet. Okay. I got a gun I already had. Oh, yeah. I was on a different character, but yeah, it's like, great. I could have put that in my vault and used it. Thanks, <laughs> Destiny. It just, I, that I, happens a I lot. I love the gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll get lots of you'll get lots of just, that just because they have the whole random. I take thing. I take that back though. There is one I really like, and it, I hate hand cannons. Mm-hmm. I almost never use them. That gun they give you at the beginning, Ariana's Val. Oh yeah, yeah, the exotic. That gun is nasty. <laughs> is oh my gosh, just, Tyler. This is a it's a sniper rifle that's a hand cannon. If I'm going, I feel in, like that's not fair. You're going against a boss, and it's just all right. Let me get this bad boy out. Ping, ping, ping. Done. Just headshot, headshot, headshot. That's pretty if, close if, to the sound effect that hand cannons make too. Yeah, and if like you're in a strike and everybody's using that, it's oh, over. It's, it's done. It's great. get out of here. Like that solar burns on you. Just like one shotting everything. Like even like yellow bar things. You're just like, psh, yeah. Psh. Oh, it's so good. And then like, kind of that uh, what is it, the mod i guess on it with the shield breaking yeah is a mod you can add to other hand or other guns other weapons yeah i put it on almost every single one yeah <laughs> i don't think it's as good but still it helps a whole lot which yeah. is awesome yeah have you tried the the vex offensive activity at all yet i haven't done the vex offensive but i did the the public event the stuff. event i was not a fan you got did you were you doing it like by yourself there was nobody on the moon when I was doing. Yeah, it. that's the. I, I was. That's, I was getting so mad. So, there. I feel like those kind of activities are really hit or miss because typically they are balanced for like at least three or four players, and if you do just get stuck with no one, yeah. it sucks. And like I was, I was working so hard. I was using because it's super. It is. It's super fun with like even just three players. Yeah, with there's like because you can clean up everyone there's enemies everywhere you're using supers all the time because you're getting so many orbs and things are going crazy and then i had one more left and everybody disappeared yeah it's all on the timer so and but the timer is not real clear yeah it's, it's just all of a sudden I like a little text out, thing that comes like the vex are preparing to i finally leave figured out to follow the world events yeah so yeah they don't do much to but tell they, you they still take forever you just yeah. i'm gonna wait here and hopefully this is the right spot <laughs> oh, it's on the other side of this area. Okay, get on my spare and go. But like, 
I did it maybe seven times to get my last one, and yeah. I would I would bring it almost all the way down and be like, nope, retreat. And be like, oh my oh, gosh, that sucks. Well, we'll we'll get on and we'll do something together. Okay, I'm good with that. Okay. I think besides, and I haven't done a nightmare hunt yet. I need to do those. Oh, the nightmare hunts are real fun yeah. too. I I haven't even. I've just done like I imagine it's kind of similar when you could do uh, Lost Sectors. Now there's nightmare creep versions of the bad guys down there. I imagine it's similar, but not same. It's more like when you go to the Scarlet Keep and there's like ogres. Oh, those things. <laughs> They're tough. <laughs> Gotta get my Ariana's vow. Right. But overall, what, are you, what would you say your impression? I like, we're not giving like a rating or yeah, whatever. But I, like, I do really like it. Um, as far as the story goes, yeah, it didn't give me a lot, but I really enjoyed what they gave me. Yeah. And it's super intriguing. Um, but I think the biggest things that i like come from the changes they made to like the armor mm-hmm. adding finishers yep. so fun finishers are awesome i almost bought like like used real money to buy some of those fancy ones it was like so uh, a while back i did buy silver <laughs> yeah and so i you... still had i bought the the dot the double flying eagle kick thing yeah. <laughs> oh it's so epic i love it just jump in the air and Boom. Yeah. It's one of my favorite moves. I might talk about it later. But um <laughs> and then I think a really big thing and a really small thing, upgrade modules. Yep. Thank you. Love it. And then they like added I don't the the season how you unlock things is totally oh. different now. Yeah, yeah. They've got like a um a battle pass. A battle pa- a battle pass type thing. Instead of you know, it's still using this exact same XP like every so often when you get so much XP you get a new level that used to happen except instead of getting up a le- like a level it just gave you a random purple engram yeah and so this way mm. you can kind of like you work towards those rewards rather than just getting something random it's nice to see what you're working towards yes yeah. yep would agree with that mm-hmm. in all games yep yeah I'd say I'm pretty happy with it I think it's like lore wise it's it's been uh top three destiny things campaign wise missions are really good it's too short the, that um, first mission first mission is awesome it's awesome and it was hard yeah they're like i like and they leveled all my stuff up to 750 yeah, yeah. for all my characters <laughs> that i created i was like oh cool i'm gonna be so powerful and i land and i'm like ah <laughs> like, I was just getting shot at by everybody. I felt like I was a total noob again. Had yeah. no idea what a shooter was. So Tyler, Tyler, when you first land on the moon for that first mission, it's it puts you in like a public area with other guardians who are doing the same thing, and so it's literally like this, it's like battlegrounds where like you're you're like physically like pushing like, the enemies back, and then you like go through this, and you get tanks, and you can. Mm-hmm. You assault the the Scarlet Keep. And, I love when I get to drive tanks in that game. Yeah, so it's like my it's pretty good thing. <laughs> pretty good, but yeah, uh, no, like I think it's it's really good. Um, I'm really anticipating what they do with the seasons to hopefully because what I'm hoping is we may have gotten a shorter campaign, but we're getting meatier, more substantial season content. And if that's the case, then I'm okay with it. If come December, I'm like. Uh, we really haven't got anything that's really substantial. Substantial since how you long, know October. How long is a season? 
I've only ever been a part of season it's, seven. It's like 90 days, like three months. Okay. There's four a year, so. Cool. Um, and everyone has access to to this season if you buy Shadowkeep. Mm-hmm. How much is Shadowkeep? By itself, I think it's 30. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. If you want to get the, like, the season, like the four season tokens, or the three extra season tokens, because mm-hmm. everyone gets this, one. this season like for free so then if you want to get the other season tokens it's like another like another 30 bucks or something like that that seems high doesn't seem right i have no idea what it is i don't know but but i'll probably get it because destiny 2 by itself base game is free free. so if you haven't tried it out and you're like what's this game these guys are always talking about i'm really glad i didn't (laughs) wait until now that would have been a long wait and i've really 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 enjoyed what i've played so far of it so Yep, it's I'm pretty really good. glad Forsaken went on some really quick <laughs> yeah, flash it went on sale. sale, didn't it? Yeah. Well, I think that's enough Destiny talk. Yep. Um, shall we hop into some news? Okay. We shall. Can hit it with the trailer roundup, Luke. I'll hit you with some trailers. I'm gonna start with video game trailers. Okay. Um, a game that I'm kind of starting to get excited for, even though I think it looks terrible. Death Stranding, guys. Oh. You're going to get it? I might get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please do so I can at least have the opportunity to play it somewhere. Listen, I'll get it. I'll bring my PS4 over, and we can all sit around the TV with hot cocoa and deliver mail <laughs> surrounded by babies and ghosts. Are you going to be creeped out by the little baby talking to you through your controller? No. That would creep me out. I'd... I always think it's weird when I play MLB The Show, and <laughs> I can hear the bass coach like, oh. telling me. Round and look, round and look. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it's a video game. Stop it. <laughs> um, but they had a, I think it was a TV spot. But the reason I'm mainly talking about it is because it's the first thing that they've released where, and I think it actually looks cool. Uh, like there's these guys attacking Norman Reedus's character, and he's like losing his stuff, and he's trying to get it, and he's falling through rivers and down mountains, and people are shooting at him, and then the TV spot ends. It's like Death Stranding, but I was like, "Oh, I can gather something from that. That's nice. <laughs> I'm not completely lost anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you." But yeah, I'm starting to get intrigued, but not because I think it looks good. Mainly because of this strange hype of weirdness around it. Uh, another video game trailer was and a reveal at New York Comic Con, I think. Um. We got a trailer for Avengers video game by Square Enix. That's right. And they it was a trailer for Kamala Khan, and she's going to be a playable character in the game. Nice. She's getting a lot of traction recently because she's going to be have a Disney Plus series. This game, she's she's on the come up, man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Her, time. And plus, she has different powers. Yeah. Which will be super nice. The more, like that, stretchy. the more they can, that game can really, I get that it's called the Avengers, but the more that game can distance itself from the MCU, the better, the better, be. because that first trailer came out and you just hear like, God bless Troy Baker, <laughs> but like, cause he's, he's one of them, isn't he? Yeah. I don't remember who he is. I but think like, Troy Baker and, um, and Nolan, Nolan North, Nolan North, North, it, Nolan North is Iron Man. Yeah. Like. They're great voice actors, but when you have like that set of characters, you just expect to hear Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and 
that was so jarring. And so I think anything they can do to be like, no, this isn't like MC. It's not <laughs> MCU land. It's yeah. it's our own thing. Good. You need to do that. Yeah. I'm still curious about the game, but I, I still don't know yeah. about it. I really need to see a lot more, and I think I need to hear what people think of it after they've played it too. And not people that are in their back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing this game every day as I create it. What uh what other trailers we got? I didn't have any more game trailers. I didn't so if anybody It's a games. it's a quiet time for games. We'll yep, get yeah. more trailers around Game Award. The end season. of this month it'll start to pick back up. Oh with yeah. A couple of releases and stuff. Um, some TV trailers. Um, I'm really excited for. There's a new trailer for the Expanse season four. Yeah, and it got me very excited. There's all this sweet footage, but then it was to JFK's space race speech. Oh, giving you all the feels. All man. those. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. nostalgia Give it to for, me. for things that we weren't actually there yeah. for. <laughs> I think it comes out December 12th. I think. And I will, sounds right. I will watch that so fast. You guys haven't seen anything yet. If there's eight episodes, I'll watch them you, in eight hours. <laughs> you're going to watch them straight He'll through. watch them in six hours. <laughs> I'll probably take some poop breaks, but... <laughs> That's fair. Um, and then Angel in the chat said, Rick and Morty released a new trailer today. Yeah, they did. I don't watch this show, so... I haven't watched all of it. I've watched some of season one. I didn't watch this trailer not because I'm worried about spoilers, because I don't think you spoil shows like this, but <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm in no rush. This is one of those shows that um, I'm not a huge Rick and Morty fan, but I understand why people love it, and I'm really excited for the next, I don't know, what, what deal did he sign, like, Five seasons or something like that. Yeah, some like number. he had like a like a hundred episode deal, oh which is great because of the like the amount of control he has over it. Mm-hmm. So that's what gets me excited is that it's a creator getting to do what what he wants. their thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So no, the trailer looked looked good. If you like Rick and Morty, it's more Rick and Morty. Um, again, not it's not really my thing either, but like I'm excited for you. It, yeah, <laughs> it's on Hulu, isn't it? They, yeah, it goes on Hulu okay. afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I could watch it. Um, that's actually part of one of my news stories is that Rick and Morty's premiere date for their new season is November 10th. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, kind Soon. of accompanied that announcement. Mm-hmm. Just over a month. Yep. Sweet. Um, was there any more TV? Do you have anything? Okay, on the movies. Uh, there's a new Guy Ritchie movie coming out. The Gentleman. The Gentleman. I'm a big, I'm a fan of Guy Ritchie. Um, I think he does a lot of cool stuff that nobody else really does, in like his style with like quick and snappy. His fun dialogue, which is always really fun. Plus, it's got Matthew McConaughey in it, so we got to see. <laughs> I <it>. mean, <laughs> he's he's in <laughs> our recommendation scale. That's right. Like we have to see it. Yeah, I'm 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 a little more lukewarm on Guy Ritchie. I think he has a lot of big hits mm-hmm. and a, you know some of his bigger blockbusters i've mm-hmm. i felt like oh like i it's there but it's not quite there and i land on the i really don't have a preference on the guy mm-hmm. yeah but but this looks like this is what i'm talking about when it's um again like it looks back to what he originally used to do right right kind of like is, with lock stock or snatch mm-hmm. yep 
like here's not this huge property with all these names that you know you know like this isn't sherlock holmes which is good or, it's not like, king arthur it's not king arthur it's not aladdin it's here's a you know a much smaller story that's mm. character focused that i think he can really excel at i like mm. the trailer a lot yeah like i'm excited to see it that that trailer was enough for me mm. yep um i was gonna end with this one so if there's another one i guess we won't but we kind of talked about it last week and then it dropped like three hours it later. Did, yeah. It did. Um, the Birds of Prey trailer yeah. and the whatever long title. Emancipation. Is. The Fantabulous Emancipation of the One Harley Quinn or something like that. So Birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey. <laughs> Bop. Um, it released its first of trailer. Yep. And I think it looks really good. I'm very excited for it. Take that internet. <laughs> I think it looks like a ton of fun, which is... I think what DC's been doing a really good job of lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. I like the characters. I know I when you say take that internet, I didn't realize how bad the internet was kind of roasting this thing. And it's... The, I think it's mostly being roasted because it's called Birds of Prey. Yeah. And it's a Harley Quinn movie. They're like, where's Black Mask's mask? Where's <laughs> the Huntress's outfit? Where's Black Canary's outfit in Sonic Scream? Why is Harley in this? Where's Batgirl? It's like... Can you wait until... <laughs> so it's not even... I haven't five months away. It, they're complaining is because it, it's, it's not like the comic book. It's DC fans. It's not even like... It's not Marvel fans being like, oh, this looks No. Marvel dumb. fans... Don't care. Probably complain just to join in and sure? heck all the DC fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stir that pot, but it's... Yeah. Hey, DC fans. Chill out. Um, You ever heard of Gail Simone? She's a big yes. fan of this trailer, and she wrote Birds of Prey for a while. Yeah, I think what I like most about this is they took the best parts of Suicide Squad and actually made a movie out of it, rather than well, realizing that Suicide Squad was bad and and, like, and making putting what they could in at the last minute to make yeah. it a little snazzier. And like even off that, it's. The actress that played that character, yeah, wanted to play the character again yeah, because yeah. she loved it so much. Yep. Even from a bad movie, yes, financially successful, but yeah. And she's like, "This." And I was watching DC Daily today, and they were at the actresses, except for Mary Elizabeth Winstead, were all at New York Comic Con to mm. surprise people and do signings and stuff. And they had some interviews, and they're like answering all these questions about how they're so excited and having so much fun and how the the action is going to be so intense. I'm like, man, I'm getting excited for this. <laughs> I mean, the dude from John Wick is helping with the action scenes. So, yeah. I mean, that should be cool. Yeah. Black Canary is talking about how her character is struggling with this power she has. And I'm like, is that enough answer for you? Yeah. Like, she's going to have to song this. <laughs> there you go, internet. <laughs> Jeez, internet. You suck sometimes. <laughs> um, Angel again. He said he liked the trailer for Birds of Prey, but he liked the Suicide Squad trailer. Difference is they are making a different movie with Suicide Squad. And then DC was like, Make it colorful and fun. <laughs> and then so they added Queen to the second trailer. Yeah. And they made a totally different movie. So they were selling you something different with that one. I think that they, yeah. I think they know that, they know what movie they're making this time. Yeah. And they're confident. And I, my guess is that it looks like their marketing is is matching that. Not their mm-hmm. marketing is coming into Paul or something else. Yeah. But, yeah. No, looks good. Sweet. Can't wait. 
Yeah, I'm excited for that one. More superhero movies. <laughs> he doesn't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to, man. Like, that's the thing. Like, then just wait. Wait and see what we have to say about it. Wait and to see what other people yep. have to say about it. And, you know, don't, they don't... You don't owe them your loyalty or money. Absolutely. Or anything, right? Just, yeah. it's fine. It's fine to, to not trust them. We'll mm-hmm. see it for you and let you know. Yeah. Yep. Do you trust us? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, those are the trailers. Yeah, I don't yeah, have any. I have. That at least I saw. I didn't watch any of the other ones. I think guess that came out, but those were the ones that interested me. Um, what other news stories do you guys got? Did you guys hear about the uh, Infinity Saga box set? Price? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And yes. you bet your bottom dollar I started considering getting it. <laughs> 550 bucks? That's the 4K one. It, it comes with 23 Blu-rays. And a bl- or 4Ks, I guess. Yeah. 4K when it's released is $30. I did some math and they're $20 each or something like or $23 each. It's, so they're t- they're cheaper. They're, it's yeah. not a bad it's a deal. Good deal and you get like it's just a, a, lot a of letter signed some posters some behind us already stuff. have all 23 of those movies. <laughs> Listen guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, it, it it looks it really looks awesome. cool though. No, I agree. I think it looks sick, but I won't it's buy like it. It comes with that box, and you like slide them all in, and it, like makes a picture. <sighs> maybe we can. Uh, maybe we Luke can, will buy it. We can pull that 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 money we've gotten from selling shirts and and get one for the set. <laughs> maybe we, we haven't made we have not made nearly enough money. <laughs> <laughs> buy shirts. <laughs> I'll put it on my Christmas list. Luke can buy it and put it. Make an unboxing video for the channel. Ooh, that, yeah, there we go. I'll do that. Can Maybe I put it on it. my tax return as a work thing? You know, we make zero money from this. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, man? Go for it. The IRS ain't coming after me if you do that, so yeah. <laughs> go for it. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a shot. Um, I'm a low flight risk, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always in the green when I fill that thing out. <laughs> what else you guys got? I've just what do you got, got Brett. I I've just got Joker related news, which okay. is that it had a very very good first weekend. <laughs> yes, it did. So good, in fact, that it made more money then, on its opening weekend than Justice League did. <laughs> made more than Justice League, Venom, Aquaman. It's the biggest October opening ever. Yep. Yeah. Which I feel so like that happens yearly now. But yeah, October is becoming more of a. We have less of those down months, mm-hmm. you know. It's like down to two weeks in January, yeah, and then two weeks in August. Is it now? Yeah. And it used to be January, August, October, September. Yeah. <laughs> That's good though. That is good. It's a great thing, especially since I real unlimited. So. Yeah. Um. I kind of teased this earlier, the Apex uh, Haunted event. So Kings Canyon went away with the new update. Mm-hmm. They're bringing it back October 15th for the Fight or Fright event. Ooh, so they're going to turn Kings Canyon into nighttime. I assume there will be stuff on the map. There will be new skins, probably new emotes and stuff. like All sorts lines. of things for you to spend real money on. Yeah. I'm sure it'll probably cost you a cool $230 to unlock everything like the Wraith event. Can you get um, a jumping double kick 
from the store? Because maybe. No, <laughs> I don't even play it, but... Oh, that's what, what I was going to... You were going to bring it up in the Birds of Prey? Yeah, in the yeah. Birds of Prey trailer, Harley does that kick. kick. And, Yo, it's so sick and nasty. <laughs> it's, whoa, it's like, oh! Yeah, I'm excited for the Apex event. I think it'll be cool. Um, the first skin I've seen is Bloodhounds. Oh, yeah. Which his skins always look good, and they know that, so... Yeah, I'm. Uh, I really do enjoy their events, and it, maybe it's because I don't have a collector's mentality when it comes to right. Apex. It's just like I get to go enjoy this free event mm-hmm. that's themed around usually some holiday or, or whatever, and I have a lot of fun with it. So yeah. yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. And like I, what I really like that they've done lately is with these events, they're releasing shorts, mm-hmm. um, and the shorts are really good. They've done a really good job of adding lore and story to the game and in giving their characters death. In a battle royale. Yeah. Right. Like so, you're yeah. you're, yeah. I I really like cool. that their characters have depth. Yep. It's. It makes it interesting. Agreed. But crypto is dope. Go crypto. Um. So the Tom Holland Spider-Man saga continues. This will probably be the end of it for now, at least for a bit, until he leaves again. Thank goodness. But apparently, according to Bob Iger, Tom Holland was instrumental in getting Spider-Man back to loan to be on loan used to Disney. on loan to Disney. Yeah. And I just think that that's hilarious and maybe not true. <laughs> uh, conspiracy! Um, <laughs> no, but I guess he... Bob Iger's spilling all the secrets now that he's like... I mean... Got his memoir out or whatever. What was his... His statement was like, Tom Holland was so important with getting Disney and Sony to meet back together. And it made us realize that, you know, it's more than just movies, but there's fans out there that we're letting down. I don't know. It's just like, you know, shut up. That's the most PR thing to say. <laughs> Like there's, you got that written yes, he to did. say you yes, chump. He, did. he wrote that three months ago when the news first broke. <laughs> he's like, he probably wrote that. Before. He's like, oh man, we're gonna try and get more money out of this. I better write this statement and get ready just in case we lose him because we're probably gonna lose him. But we'll get him back because we're Disney or whatever. <laughs> we'll just bully everybody into doing what we want them to do anyways. It's but yeah, fine. that. If it, it, but yeah, if it, it's probably true. I don't it, know. It's probably true. Thank you, Tom to, to some degree that like. Tom was like, hey... Hey, you guys suck. This is stupid. <laughs> Remember, it's not just... It's not, just not you two studios that have to deal with this. It's me as an actor. It's the fans. It's... It's all these other 15,000 people that helped with this movie to create all these jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We said it when it happened, though. It was like, the ones who are losing are us. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's nice that we're back to winning again, I guess. Yeah. Just don't we'll accidentally lose him again. That'd be great. Like, ah, we decided that it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Never mind. We won 100%. We're trying to buy Spider-Man for $400 billion. <laughs> I bet they could buy him for that price. I bet Sony would play ball. <laughs> $400 billion? Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can have Spider-Man. Star Wars, $4 billion. Spider-Man, you want the rest of our? Billion. You want the rest of our properties, too? <laughs> hey, you can have everything. You have that Morbius movie that we know is going to fail. That's all you, man. Ooh. No, doesn't he be like, nah, Jared Leto? Don't <laughs> nah, we're, we're you guys can keep that. He's creepy. In fact, we'll pay you to keep it. Now. <laughs> we'll give you an extra one billion. I was gonna say we'll give you an extra billion if you guys keep him. <laughs> and then Sony releases the movie and makes two billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and then they try to buy it after that. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll buy him now for for five billion. Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> what a mess. This deal is getting worse all the time. <laughs> 
Disney wouldn't feel it on their bottom line. Star Wars anyways. all the time. Star Wars quote. Thank you. Sorry. You're welcome. I knew what I was quoting. I know. I got you. <laughs> Still getting worse all the time. Not a huge Lando fan. Anyway, what else you guys got? <laughs> I don't got anything else. Last I thing I have news is this week. the Catwoman stuff. Okay. They released their short list for Catwoman. Oh, yeah. Who's all on that? Ah, uh, shoot. I had it pulled up, and then all my tabs vanished. Oh, that's right. The, um, the missing tab saga. I don't know where they <laughs> went. Huh? The technical difficulties. Yeah, they ran that away. Through. Um, I haven't gone through mine yet. Let's see here. So, the current short list, and it's obviously rumor. Sure. Um, is Lupita Nyong'o. Hmm. No, thanks. Tessa Thompson. Okay, mm. I guess. Alexandra Ship, Goo Goo Mbatha Raw, and Lo- Logan Browning. The last two, I don't know. I don't know them either. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that either. Lupita and Tessa, Tessa. I don't think will happen. One yeah. of them's Valkyrie, and the other one's in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexandra Ship is possible, but I think she, I think she's a little too young. Maybe she was Storm. Yeah, she's Storm in. Oh, in, I. <sighs> Dark Phoenix. You need to see her in something else. Because that poor character was written awfully in both Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, I'm looking up the other two. I'm just sad, and maybe this is just because I, we just watched Joker, but I'm I'm sad Zuzzy Beats' name isn't on there. I take She's her. Domino. I don't care. They can be multiple characters in different oh, universes. Oh, yeah. I just... You, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Since it gets, it's a recurring character is sure. where I think they would... Yeah. I feel like the other studio would be like, no, you cannot take that job. Even yeah. though nobody then you have really re- cares. You have a really bad agent if... Sorry, I'm, I'm still looking at the actresses. I think Alexander Ship might... Off of this list might be my favorite. Yeah. Her or uh, I'm probably butchering Gugu Mbatha Raw. Out of those two, I think I like them the most. Angel was saying Gugu Gugu. Sure, Gugu. Pronunciation Gugu. is. Uh, she, she was in Black Mirror. Oh, okay. Saying she she looks. Oh, I think I like the most. <laughs> I think she looks the most the part. Yeah. yeah. So we'll. I guess we'll figure out here probably pretty soon. Who it will are. probably be none of them. Yeah. <laughs> Catwoman is. But. I feel like that's how it goes. Yeah. We're here just Googling on the Googs. The old Googs. Yeah, I'd, I really need to see more of their performances. I Yeah. Lupita's the only one who I can really be like, no, based on her performances, I think she's a great actress. I don't think she fits. I don't think she fits this role well. Mm-hmm. Based on what she's done, she would have to prove me wrong, which she probably She probably but, could. Yeah, oh, but. definitely. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she has to do the whole movie like that. Yeah, oh, no. me roar. oh, sorry, I could not help myself. Luke, you have any any other news stories? Uh, no, I am all done. Holy crap, are we getting to our main topic within an hour? Let's do it. Whoa. I'm so excited, Whoa. guys. It's a new day at What the Fanboy, everybody. What? How is this happening? Magic. Magic. So I hear. All right. So you hear? <laughs> so I hear. Who do you hear doing magic? The magicians. Where are they? They're invisible. You're using magic. So I have to listen. <laughs> Tyler, you didn't know I'm a warlock. 
in I, Destiny. Yeah, no. Ugh, warlocks. Go eat a soy burger. <laughs> <laughs> Got my Palpatine fingers or Nova bomb. Please, please don't throw spirit fingers at me. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Here, I'll put up my Vanguard shield. Thank you, sir. Oh, I feel like such a dork now. <laughs> I'll just shade step my way out of this conversation. <laughs> Clever. I love it. Good job. Um, We're so amazing. <laughs> So, guys, one of my most anticipated movies of the year came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, this was not my most anticipated. As everyone knows, What's Godzilla, going? King of the Monsters, <laughs> royally let me down this year on most anticipated movie. <sighs> it's fine. Hey, that's what you get for picking that one. I know, man. You should have known. I... Hey, good news. This one's better. That's true. <laughs> this is a good freaking movie. Okay, Joker came out. <laughs> The movie that when it was announced, we were all like, what? Do we need this? And then slowly but surely. Do you, do you guys remember when convinced us. when this was rumored? And we were all like, what? Yeah, no, it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. We don't want this movie. We've, D- DC, we don't want this. We've, we've, we, we remember fondly Heath Ledger. We remember with scars on our head, Jared, in, our head in our mind, Jared Leto. <laughs> we don't need more Joker right now. You don't want any beef? <laughs> I don't want any beef. Oh. Man, that is Oscar. That's an Oscar right there. No, it's not. It's a Razzie. Give them both. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Joker came out. It's done came out? really well. Like we mentioned earlier in the episode, it made $96.3 million. It made a lot. Domestically. <laughs> Yeah. It did. It did really, Maybe like really well. Two hundred thirty, two hundred sixty. I don't know. Last I saw was two forty seven worldwide. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Five times its budget. Has it passed solo yet? <laughs> Probably. It, it will tomorrow. <laughs> um, which is strange in that it's an R rated villain movie. Yeah, I won't say comic book movie. Movie based on a comic book character for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, in coming out in the middle of October, right before Halloween, I think that was great timing. Um, how October gets a lot more R-rated films just because of that. You get mm-hmm. a little more of that horror. Uh, but yeah, no, critically got great reviews. Um, audiences audiences embracing it. are audience for the most part embracing it. it. Yeah, yeah. It is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, is it? It's at sixty-nine, which seems really low for a certified fresh. But that's crazy. All I heard I think critically a, leading up to it was like, how good it was. How good it was. Yes. Well, I mean, at Venice, every single person thought it was the greatest single piece of cinema they'd ever seen in their life, <laughs> and it won the Golden Lion Award. And then it went to TIFF, and people were like, uh, "No, <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but not that good." And then I think then it started just doing the normal premieres, premieres around the world, yeah, and the LA more started right. to come out, sure. and it was just. It was in that going up and down through the seventies range of people liking it, and then this pe- these people didn't, and then these people did like it, and these people didn't, and then I don't. I now it's kind of evening out yeah. right around seventy, um, which is okay. I still think oh, that's yeah. pretty good, and especially for a movie, I don't think anybody was expecting to really like that much. And put, like, I say sixty nine, like sixty nine of a hundred people liked it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> It's a pretty good number. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think it's appropriate that a Joker movie is at 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's world's happiest number, isn't it? It's just, it's such a weird... It probably has 420 reviews, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a very unique film in just its existence. And so it's been it's been really interesting to watch this weekend as I've seen other people who I know who aren't critics go and watch people who aren't has, into... It's 429 <laughs> Into movies nearly as much as we are to mm-hmm. go and be like oh yeah that surprised me in like a good way mm-hmm. most of the i mean i don't think i've even from my like my friend group my extended friend group i haven't seen anyone be like what did i like why did i waste my money on that right so yeah my coworker went and saw it on friday and she really liked it and then good friend brindo brendan went and saw it today um and his first text me was holy crap and i was like uh is that good or bad i don't know <laughs> i don't know where you're going but he liked it i think let's uh let's give some spoiler free thoughts yeah. and then we'll we'll jump into some of the dark Nitty dark gritty. spoilers <laughs> in this film luke go ahead and start us off i think i liked it the least out of everybody yeah um, which I guess kind of makes sense because I've had the most reservations about this movie going in. Um, that being said, I am so just extremely conflicted about what I think about it. Mm. I know I like it, but things that I like, there's also things about the exact same thing going against that mm. that just frustrate me inside because <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know what to think. That's where I'm at. I, I like it. I tweeted that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> like, it's it's a good movie. Would you buy it? Yeah. I'll buy it. Nice. I will too. Um, but yeah. Tyler? I, I wrote like an impression thing because I didn't tweet about this one. This was like one I watched and about halfway through I was like, I'm not going to tweet about this one because <laughs> I don't want to say anything that would upset people. But what I ended up coming up with is it's a gritty, well-crafted, and realistic look at what the Joker would look like against the backdrop of the real world. And I think DC's at the be- at their best when they're capturing the essence of their characters, which I think this movie does a, gr- a really good job of. Yeah. So you liked it? I did like it, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of it. Um, sorry, I had the wrong tab. Did your tabs go away too? My tabs not. I just forgot where my tabs were. <laughs> I don't know where my tabs. I still don't know where those tabs are. They're somewhere. Um, I'm just going to read my Twitter review and then we can discuss a little more. We don't have time for a book, Brett. <laughs> Fine, let me just de- kidding. Let me delete these. this 800 word review. No, I said the Joker is a disturbingly raw and realistic look at how classism, mental illness, violence, and a society void of empathy can awaken the darkest of demons. I think Joaquin Phoenix delivers an Oscar-worthy performance, delivering a new take on the infamous clown that is wholly unique. It's a film that scares me, and I can't recommend it to everyone, but if you think you can handle it, go see it. Well, now I wish I hadn't wrote anything. (laughs) Thanks for that. That's what I did. (laughs) I liked it. No, like... I actually had infamous in my thing, and I deleted it. uh, And I didn't see your notes, but I wrote infamous, and I was like... Nah, it's too much. I'm trying to sell it too hard. <laughs> no, like, but I think that, like, I, w- I would totally agree with you, Tyler, in that 
DC <laughs> especially is at its best when it's focusing on who its characters are and not necessarily what they can do, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you're talking about in a universe, and, and not that this is in the greater DC universe, but when you think about DC and its collection of characters, what makes Superman interesting isn't that he's unbeatable, like that he's, you know, this invincible god, right? Mm. It's what makes him tick that makes him mm-hmm. interesting. That's, in fact, maybe one of the least interesting things about him. <laughs> yeah. So, like... I am all for DC doing deep dives, dark or not. Into the they character. They don't have to be all super dark. But I think that, in particular, the Joker is a good uh, kind of jumping off point for that because he is a he's a, he's a well-known character. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's very popular. Um, and as long as they can deliver something that is reminiscent of what they find in the comics but is still unique i think that will drive people back to wanting more yeah well said sir well said hmm. looks like uh, i liked it <laughs> i'm so like luke i was ready for you to ramble based on well okay <laughs> here we go <laughs> yes are we doing sp- no no spoilers the, okay good there won't be any spoilers yeah i'll, I'll kind of stay away from them but leading up to this movie, I feel like this is one of my cons. And it kind of has nothing really to do with the movie. I was hearing was about how crazy it is. It's like, oh, the ending. Oh, this, this stuff he does. Honestly, not that bad. <laughs> Straight up, I'm going to say it. I don't know. If, <laughs> I was expecting so much worse. Psychopath. Come over here, Tyler. Stay no, safe. That's okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Come to me. But, like, there's... I know it's a... The difference is it's a real-world version, and I'm comparing it to comic book versions, which is where I struggle sure. with that. Because, like, Batman Arkham Origins. The Joker in that, granted, he is in a comic book universe with monsters and aliens and weird stuff and batman Mm -hmm. he kills so many people in it there's bodies everywhere and that version is scarier to me but uh, (laughs) i don't know what i'm doing oh my god so so but this this one is different also like the 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 one that the Keep getting riled up. The the thing that's scary about this one is how he's created. Right. That's the scary part. The stuff that he does though, I'm just kinda like, oh. I think I think the stuff that he does though is to me is what makes it scary because he's created by society, essentially. Mm-hmm. And like I saw, I saw something earlier today, it was like Everybody has a little piece of that in them. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can can reach that point. It doesn't matter who you are. You're you can reach that point. And I think that's what makes it scary is that it's it's a very real take. Like this isn't a far fetched idea that will never happen. Like this certainly can happen if yeah. it hasn't already. Right. I mean, obviously not face yeah. paint and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, I just think that's kind of scary. I'd I'd agree. I'd say the 
the the realism is what's scary in that like i like the scariest part of of like the dark knight joker is when he's maybe when he's like infiltrating not infiltrating when he when he goes into the harvey ah, the hospital the, the fundraiser the fundraiser and oh the Okay. And the party when you know just where is Harvey? Did. One person <laughs> says something and it turns him, and that's a and that's a real moment between two humans. It's not this long convoluted plot about I gotta use the rocket launcher to shoot the cop car out of the moving semi. <laughs> like that's a that's a comic booky thing that isn't scary even though it's violent and mm. you know it's the. I'm I'm holding a knife up to a guy's mouth and because because he said something that triggered mm-hmm. like that's what scared me and and that's what I think that this movie is oh, that's all this movie is mm-hmm. is those like just I'm going to take a little a little step in this direction I'm going to take a little bit and then all of a sudden you're taking big steps until you get to the mm-hmm. climax and you're like what what is going to happen? Yeah, Jeremy Johns kind of talked about that exact thing. He's like, you watch this movie and you kind of watch it unravel. And like, at the beginning, you see Arthur as he is, you know, beat down. And then by the end, you're like, man, how did we get here? Like, this yeah. is crazy. Like, it's a totally different character by the end of the movie, which is obviously the point, I know. But I just think it's it's really well done. And mm-hmm. it's pulled off in a way that is very believable. And and to follow up on that, like, the acts of violence in this movie escalate so appropriately. Like, the first one, mm-hmm. you can totally justify what happened. I mean, he goes above what could have happened, but based on the circumstances, yeah, you would say, oh, no, like, totally, I get why he did that. Mm-hmm. And then the next one definitely probably outside anyone's comfort zone of saying I would do that but right. but it's it's that I just got hit with a, something that changed my perception of my life and I have the ability to to get that revenge something that I've never been able to have in the past that I've never thought of because I've been betrayed mm-hmm. then the next one is slightly m- more <laughs> And slightly more violent, and then culminating in an ultimate like violent act that does not feel justified in any way. I should say, I feel like what I said is kind of led to a conversation of, oh, tell us like, about this oh, was it violent enough? That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was I was talking about the reviews and the hype. Oh, sure. Like they kind of blew out of proportion what people should be thinking about this movie, and just like. Sure. Like reviews, complaining, like giving it negative scores because like oh it's, it's about mental illness, political blah blah blah, or like all the stuff about just movie theaters adding all security. Like there was just so many things happening with this movie that are leading people to think certain things that could happen or are going to happen in this movie or will even lead to other people reacting to this movie as he does in the movie. And this it's like, is... what? And so I'm thinking in my mind, what could possibly be happening in this movie? Sure. And then in the fact that it's just a movie. This, like... is, this is not the most disturbing movie I've seen this year. Mm-mm. 
Midsommar is is more disturbing than than this. I have not seen that one. Um, <laughs> you now, watched seven this year. I'd it's say that's out, far more disturbing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like now, I think the difference is this is set in a more how oh, not. It's a it's a it's a it's an att- it is an attempt at a reflection of modern society in a way mm-hmm. it's State extreme unrest it's extreme but um i think when you're when i when i when the movie talks about things like classism like it's pointing out real world classism which is it's a theme through batman comics oh, yeah. too yeah anything in about, gotham is like <laughs> you you have the gotham criminals and the gotham elites yeah and they're always clashing and you have batman in the middle and bruce wayne yeah um, but I think it has, you know, it has something to say about the lack of empathy in society. Yeah. You know, where we live in a culture where it's yell at everyone on the other side of the line for this or cancel that because this person said this mm-hmm. and there's, there's that lack of empathy there. And I think that's why when I say that this movie scares me, it's not, it's not because anything in it is all that scary in terms of what I'm actually seeing on the on the screen. It's because I can look at our world today and say I see that. Mm-hmm. I see mentally ill people being marginalized. You know, rather than rather than funding programs for them, we're going to spend three trillion dollars on missiles. Nice. Now <laughs> teach them, <laughs> right? Like. Those are the kind of things that when I watch this, that's what like hits me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean so. it's it's still like it that plot like the main the mental illness and the escalation. It still works for me. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's going through my head and it's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> the other thing that the Leroy here in the chat said, um, you know, props for he, I want to give them props for doing something new. It was Absolutely. good and just not my cup of tea. I wanted more, and I think that I wanted more. Um, is something I I've heard a little bit of on the internet, and and one of the things I was telling my friends was like, if you want to go see a like a Joker, like I've been the Joker for X number of years, and I am comfortable with who I am as the Joker. That's not this movie. Yeah, yeah. This is him becoming the Joker. <clears throat> I don't feel like marketing really betrayed that message at all i thought marketing was pretty clear that like yeah yeah it's, it's he's a, not gonna spend the whole movie origin, being the yeah. joker right this isn't heath ledger coming in robbing a bank in the first scene <laughs> this is you know one one man's journey and if we ever get a sequel maybe we maybe that's what people those people will really want mm-hmm. so um should we ravel off some pros some yeah, pros and cons pros and cons do we want to do pros or cons first? Ooh. I have, I, um, I'm trying to think of, I only have <clears throat> one spoiler con. And then I do have another con that I could keep in non-spoilers, but. None of mine, well, only one of mine is spoilery-ish. Let's go with, let's, I don't care. <laughs> con. Cons. Yeah. Let's, let's start with the negative stuff okay. first so we can. End, end, on, happy the, end the on a happy note. End the spoiler-free face. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like the context of that. Um, my other con for non-spoilers is 
very underused supporting cast. Special. Spe- I don't know. That's it. Maybe it is a spoiler. I don't know. If I say who, well, it's everybody. <laughs> I just say like th- this is definitely a little bit like Ad Astra. This is one person's film, and everyone else there is just kind of to provide there. context yeah. for their journey. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if I would agree that that's a con. I'd say maybe there's. I think the one person you're talking about, I I can get on board with. I could have. I if I'm we're thinking about the same person, I'm pretty sure we are. Um, I would yeah. be on board for more of them. Yeah, but but My, overall, I th- especially I that... with like the performers they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there is like his his work buddies have way more to do than than anybody else. Than yeah, the, everybody else, and they're great. I really yeah. like them. But I would have liked to seen some other characters kind of stepping in the forefront, <clears throat> and maybe just with kind of how the story goes, that wouldn't work. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. That's that's my only again, con that I wrote down actually is the one person we're talking about doesn't have enough to do. Which is fine because it's it's the Joker's movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um my <laughs> one con I I don't think it's a spoiler. I think that there's maybe a little too much Wayne stuff in this movie. Um I wasn't expecting it, and I and I think I would have been okay with a little bit of it, but like most of the second act does kind of revolve around Thomas Wayne, and there's maybe some history, maybe not, not with with with, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but it's um, so hard to do. Maybe we should go into non-spoiler pros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so maybe maybe a little less Wayne stuff, but mm-hmm. in the end, I think that uh, they did a good job at justifying it, other than it just being like, oh, look, it's in the universe of Batman. <laughs> I think that was kind of one thing that Luke had talked about to me is he was worried that this was a movie that only had the Joker name to make money. Um, and upon watching it, I was like, no, it only has the Joker name to make to soften the blow of what this movie actually is, which I think was good. Yeah. I don't know if I just I'm, stole one I'm, of your pros because I definitely no. did not write that down. I just thought of it. <laughs> it's. <clears throat> I don't know if it'd be a spoiler or not. I'm so, I'm so hesitant about accidentally saying something. Just wait till we're in okay. spoilers then. Yeah. Um. So the big pro then I think that we're all gonna have is Joaquin Phoenix, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote. Yeah, a, are you kidding me? Like, what the <laughs> crap? <laughs> I put that he, a totally bought-in performance sells this movie, and yep. then another cool little thing: he is in every single scene. Yep, that is awesome. This might be like maybe the, and since I've cared about movies, maybe the best performance I've seen. It's so good, like of any actor ever. Yeah, yeah, he's incredible. I think he'll win the Oscar for it i hope he's in, he'll be nominated he better at least is, be nominated it's a, but I think it's he'll a guaranteed it. nomination yeah i think, with, I think, I think a it. really good chance of winning i'm not sure what's coming out yet this um at the end of this kind year of in the discussion would... has at least of that i can remember has been adam sandler for uncut gems that one's most recent to come uh, up and then adam driver for marriage story um 
I don't remember any others. So there's at least three out of the five. Yeah. But no, he's great. I love uh, Brendan in the in the chat brings up his laugh. Who? <laughs> I. I'm a huge fan. I of it. love this laugh, mm-hmm. um, and that's not to take anything away from, from any camels other, or any or, others except Leto's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Leto's is the best. <laughs> you gotta cut your mouth <laughs> and draw a mustache. <laughs> <on yourself. laughs> he had the like weird drawn pencil stash too. Um, <laughs> I think that that hit this laugh just because of its uncontrollable nature mm-hmm. makes it. Even like more disturbing. Mm-hmm. Ah, I, I can't so believe I can't believe that hasn't been hadn't been done sooner. Yeah, like I, I really like that just blows my mind. Like I love it when that it took until now with how long the Joker has been a character. Why has that not been a thing before? I wonder maybe. if it's been in the comics. It's just never all. really been talked about. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't I'm not gonna go through every Joker comic ever. <sighs> But only eighty years ago. <laughs> yeah. I just I find that really cool. Again, it makes that more like real world feel that this movie presents because of that. And yeah. I think that's just awesome. Yeah. But yeah, give Joaquin all the options. Um I'll also throw out like cinematography. Like the way this movie was shot is <laughs> is really, really nice. It's a good uh I mean it's shot like a Scorsese film and I wonder how many times Todd Phillips watched a yeah. taxi, <laughs> taxi driver. I wonder how many times Todd Phillips was just on, like, on set with a with a printout of a scene. And was like, all right, let's do this one. Make it look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the I wrote that too. Mm-hmm. Cinematography, big fan of the way the movie's shot. I think um, the the way it's shot, like, kind of tight and like yeah. close, it feels really intimate. Mm-hmm. And it, I just think that's so awesome. And it gets so uncomfortable because he. Like yeah, you just stay intimate with this guy who's losing his mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. who's like slowly <sighs> unraveling, and it's so awesome. I also I really was a big fan of the score. Yeah, you mentioned that at the end of the movie. Yeah. You were just like, oh yeah. It was <laughs> not what I expected from a Joker score, and it's eerie. And <laughs> I listened to it yesterday. Um, I stopped. I was listening to it at work, and I stopped because I was getting angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it was all the low notes. <laughs> like, I, I remember, like, I don't remember this, but, like, thinking about this movie, I was like, ah, I wonder what the soundtrack will be like. It was not anything remotely close to what I imagined it would be. Mm-hmm. So I would agree with that. Yeah. Hmm. I would say this dude's name, but I have no idea how to say it. Uh, yeah, we, we kind of were talking <laughs> about like that There's, like, four accents it. and umlaut. And, <laughs> I don't know. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> you did it. I think the movie is disturbing in a good way. Yeah, that's a pro of mine. I think it. Um, I. I like it, and there's nothing wrong <laughs> with a movie just being popcorn fun. Mm-hmm. Hop and Shaw, you can exist. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the best movie this year. But um, I really, really appreciate it when movies make me feel something, rather than just. Mm-hmm. Other than just like, oh, that was fun to watch. Like, when they make me feel sad or, you know, they take my emotions on a little bit of a roller coaster. I wouldn't say this is as much of a roller coaster, but, like, it does. It did make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And especially the the final act. 
Yeah, like, there's some things said in the final <laughs> act where I'm just like, yeah, should we say that? I don't know. Um, but I think what's... Was it too woke? <laughs> no. Um, but so oh, Todd. By disturbing in a good way, I just mean, like, something I think that makes the Joker great is how uncomfortable he can make you. Like, the killing joke, for example, is a pretty uncomfortable story to read. Yeah. I felt like Joaquin made me uncomfortable with some of the things he did in this movie. And yeah. I thought that was very well done. And, and, you know, I think part of that credit goes to, definitely goes to Todd Phillips and uh, whoever else was was credited as writing. Um, but, like, kind of what I was mentioning earlier, like, a number of the, all of, all of the, the deaths in this movie, like, they're they're uncomfortable but then you can like if you really think about it you can almost it's like like a step away from justification it's like i can i can see why he felt like he needed to do something and i just don't agree with the something he did Mm -hmm. right like and it's like that's what makes me uncomfortable (laughs) it's just like oh no, I get why you're upset, and man, the system has failed you, and <laughs> oh gosh, now I'm rooting for him, oh no, <laughs> don't I, do that. <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel conflicted, and about, I never, after, I can't say it, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Should uh, we give our recommendations, or or do you have more? Sorry. No, you're good. Okay, I see. some of my stuff I can't really. I said soundtrack as well. Okay, and then I also shout out Robert De Niro because I actually yeah. enjoyed his character yeah. in this movie. Yeah. The I guess the last thing I have, and we kind of have talked about it a bit, but just the tension created, mm-hmm. I thought was really well done. Yeah, we don't need to go too much into that because kind of been a through line. Yeah. Um. You want? Yeah, we give should, our recommendations. Yeah. Oh gee. Oh no. I already <laughs> gave mine on Twitter. So I'll buy Luke a few more moments of time and say that mine's a fanboy worthy. Uh, I can't give this a booyah, um, but like my my fanboy worthy is right up there next to booyah today. In that like it's a film that, like I said, if you think you can handle it, I think you should see it. If if you know that I just don't want to watch that. The the trailers did not entice you at all. I get it. Yep. Don't you don't need to see it. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to, to preach to you about it. Yeah. Um. So that's why that's the only reason it doesn't hit a booyah for me is because I I can't recommend it to everyone. Right. Yeah. I I can't. In ninety nine percent of the time, I can't recommend a movie that's rated R as yeah. a booyah. Yeah. Um. One of the one of the fatal flaws of our yeah. system. <laughs> uh, I I give it a fanboy worthy as well. Um, I'd even go as far as to say it's my second favorite movie this year. Yeah, it's number three for me. I'd give it a low fanboy worthy right above Matthew McConaughey purely on the fact for Joaquin's performance. I'd say it's... If you're a comic book psycho like us, you've already seen it. Oh, probably. Um, (laughs) So if you haven't yet, but you're a fan of going to like as Scorsese would say, cinema. <laughs> I think you would get something out of this one. Um, I don't know if besides Joaquin, there's, for me, anything incredibly 
outspokenly special about this movie besides that. But it is family-worthy, just a low one. Sure. Cool. Uh, well, let's hop into some spoilers. Haters gonna hate, boy! No. Some, <laughs> some spoilers, then. Uh, you want to time code that for your... <laughs> There was a question. Can we answer this question Hour before we minutes. go to oh, sure. before we go to spoilers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel asks Heath Ledger or Joaquin Phoenix. My answer to that is, I can't say because they're in two totally different situations. Am I choosing a Joker or a performance? If I'm choosing a performance, I'm choosing probably Joaquin. Joker. I, I'm gonna guess that what he's meaning is Joker, not necessarily performance. Because oh. if it's performance, I would say I don't know. Yeah. Um, when I was talking about performance, I was talking about lead actor. It's kind of clarification, but um, sure. I'd choose Heath as Joker over Joaquin's in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, he's actually the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit like what I was talking about earlier. It's like, no. Wait. Wait until we see Joaquin in a second second film. Yeah. Right. Then then I can really weigh the two against each other. I don't feel like I can weigh the two yeah, against each other. I think it's at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We got 10 minutes of Joker in this movie, maybe. Yeah. And I, I think performance-wise, like, again, it's also hard because you have a lead, versus a, lead a versus a supporting role. I think he asked performance as well just now if you want to. He sure, says. sure. Um, I think I'd still give it to Heath because nobody saw that one coming. It's Joaquin Phoenix. He's one of the best <laughs> actors alive. Oh my goodness. LeBron James is dunking on people and still going to the NBA Finals. But Tom I, Brady threw another touchdown. Joaquin Phoenix gave another brilliant performance. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I think that's what makes it so impressive. Is like We knew Joaquin was going to be good, but I think he exceeded what I expected. Like I thought he was better than I thought he could be. I would agree. I would say like, within the first... Two to three minutes. He, I, I had completely forgot that I was watching Joaquin Phoenix, and was just, this is Arthur Fleck. I'm the same with Heath, except that I think what gets me is the fact that everybody's going, "Are you kidding me? How to lose? Uh, um, how to lose your guy? How to, how to lose, lose guy, guy in ten, 10 days? days? Brokeback Mountain? A Knight's Tale? Knight's Tale? This dude is going to be the Joker? Are you kidding me? This movie's going to suck. <laughs> People are dumb." He was very underrated. He was a good actor before before The Dark Knight. Brokeback Mountain is a fantastic movie. I should stress that. <laughs> it is. Like, I feel like that sidebar, that movie gets <laughs> such a hard time because it's the gay cowboy movie. That movie's so good. It's so good. Man, I watched that movie on TV and I still loved it. It's good With movie. commercials. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Let's move into some spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> um, was there a which which one of the, uh, the 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 deaths was the one that kind of was the most impactful to you? Impactful. Yeah. Um, well, probably De Niro's just because he's screaming, like, what he's screaming at yeah. him yeah. is really what sells it. But, I mean, the one in his apartment was... That's the most that's, Joker-esque that's, scene that, in the movie. That's yeah. the Joker. There. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he's talking to um, his other buddy from work, 
and he's trying to reach the lock. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I can see that being in a comic book, and I was like, this is this is great. Yeah. I'm loving this. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think De Niro's... And it, it is because of what he's saying in that scene. Just, mm-hmm. it's... That's, like, the moment, like, when I say it's disturbing in a good way. Like, what he's saying in that scene, I'm like, oh, this is too real. Yep. Please stop. Yep. I'm getting uncomfortable, which obviously is what I wanted to happen, but, like... No, that that is definitely the most impactful. Yeah. I think I love, like, when people were talking about the last 15 minutes, what I was kind of expecting was, like, he became the Joker and immediately was, like, this. that's when, there, that's when the action was going to happen is what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I was really actually pleasantly surprised that the intensity of that, those last 15 minutes, was was all right here and not, like, action on the screen it's not it like was blood, that, it, blood 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 right. it wasn't that yeah. yeah 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 but it's like after you see him stab a guy in the neck with scissors and he's rehearsing his little like do you want to hear a joke stuff and you don't know because like up until i had no idea if his joke was going to be like i'm gonna shoot if he was gonna shoot de niro or is he gonna shoot himself Right. And, like, what also contributes to that is, like, ahead of the movie, they're like, yeah, no sequel at all. Yeah, yeah. So, like, oh you're watching God. it and you're like, is he going to shoot himself? Oh, never had a doubt he was never going to shoot himself. Right. Never a doubt. They set that up. I think they set it up pretty well. Yeah. As a, as a good bait and switch. Because um, he's just he's just mentally unstable enough that, that I could believe it. Like, I could see it happening. I mean, he's very mentally unstable, but... You know, based on what he hadn't been really prone to self harm in the past, but if he knows that it's a sinking ship Mm -hmm. type scenario, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, then just the calm, cool collectiveness after he shoots De Niro and smoking a cigarette. Everyone's then shoots him again. (laughs) Yeah, he shoots him like three more times, doesn't he? No, just once. I watched it on Twitter today. Is really what we're doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it was the uh, it was the first one. This guy in the subway who he like shot like three more times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a good scene. Self defense. Uh, in the chat, Brendan wants Tyler to talk about what we said with Bruce. Oh yeah, Brendan brought up an interesting point about Bruce and how like stoic he is as a kid. And how it's just kind of weird <laughs> that he's like already halfway to Batman. Um, he's already falling down that well. Yeah, like he's already. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna go back. Sorry, you guys talk. Fill space. Fill space. Uh, Young Bruce. I, I so that's one of my one of my cons was the the amount of Wayne stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I so agree with you. Um, just because I. I what they did with the ambiguity of is he isn't he. Thomas Wayne's kid, like, and we still don't know was, which was fine, which I I really like because yeah. it does it does still lean into that like unknown past. Um, I think it it pretty heavily implies that he isn't, but nothing's nothing in there actually confirms that for me in mm-hmm. any way. Like, I think in the end he he doesn't believe it. Um, he doesn't he he believes his mother was lying to him mm-hmm. about it. Uh, and that's all that really matters. But what 
and that that is kind of like the strength of the script to me mm-hmm. is like everybody's freaking out oh they're gonna give the joker a backstory oh you can't do that but like by the end of this movie you're not 100 percent sold on what backstory there really is because there's kind of two there's one that he's an adopted kid there's right. one that he's we're yeah we're in spoilers there's one that he's a wayne <laughs> right like and they don't really definitively say one or the other, which I think is cool. Um, they set it up to where, like, oh, well, the Waynes could have fabricated paperwork to make him look adopted. Yeah. Uh, they made his mom look crazy. Or they have the picture that says, you have a great smile, TW on it. Like, they do so many things that make you say, well, maybe. Mm-hmm. But another thing they really do that I think, um, and I, I stole this, and I thought it was kind of kind of blew my mind. After... He, gosh, what scene is it? There's a scene where he's, he's ta- it's when he's talking to Thomas Wayne in the bathroom. Yeah. And he's leaning on the sink, and he's bleeding after Thomas Wayne punches him in the face. And he's just sitting there, and then it cuts, and the cut is him leaning against his bathroom sink in his apartment. And you're like, okay, did so that happen? Or is he just imagining all of this? Right. He imagines a lot in this He movie. imagines a ton in this movie. Imagines an entire relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so, like, it's just things like that where I was like, man, he doesn't really have a backstory to me. Yeah. He takes the paperwork with his adoption papers in it, kills his mom. He kills anybody who knows his name that he's directly spoken to, except for the one, the midget guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of wild. He eliminates his own backstory. Yeah. As the movie goes on. I think it's pretty cool. I think this is like... Now if we get a sequel, obviously it makes more sense. But I thought that was cool how they built that up in the script. I would agree. Uh, you mentioned he fabri- you know, he fabricates a number of things in his mind. Um, including most of... Every, every scene with Zazie Beats where yep. she has no lines? <laughs> Not every yeah. scene. Well, except for the opening one and, and the, the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the character who you talk yes. about? You wish you had more. Me too. Um, I I agree. Uh, go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts first before I say what I what I'm going to say. I I just think she's a good performer. She's a good actress, and I think she was underused. And I think it would have been interesting. What's it on? I thought I knocked my car off. If, like, I mean, it's just confusing because at the end you know that it wasn't real. I don't know. I was just, I don't know. I just wanted to see more of her. That's that's it. (laughs) Uh, So the only thing that I think I would have. Try not to ramble. (laughs) You said you were going to ramble. I did already. Everyone is expecting it. Um, No, like, I, I really liked how she was used. Um, which is sparingly, and it really gives. I thought it gave us a good glimpse into how his mind fabricates things, but also like there's a lot of ambiguity what he does at the end of that scene with her. If he just leaves, or if, if there's he kills them. if he kills them or not. I think it would have. I would not be surprised if they had filmed the scene where he kills them and they just and they left it. it out of the edit. What I will say is that would have done a little more for me in really making me uh, less empathetic towards him. 
And I don't know if that's good or bad, because again, I like even villains who you can at least understand where they're coming from. But that's like, other than the last murder, it's the one that makes it, it would make the least amount of sense. And that's kind of what the Joker is outside of this movie, right? It's, you don't really I don't care. It. It's yeah. chaos. And um, this was someone who, in his head, you know, this is, it's all in his head, you know, ended up kind of hurting him. And it's the one person who we don't see have any consequences yeah. for mm-hmm. also. So it, that's in, it's interesting to think about mm-hmm. um, if I would have liked that scene or not, because I, I would have hated to watch it. Yeah. Oh. I think that's where they drew the line. Yeah. But... I kind of want to go back to the Waynes in a way. Yeah, and then also do it, do it. back to you were talking about earlier how it being a Joker movie helps reel it in a bit. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing I just, I'm so conflicted on. Because the things that make this a comic book movie have nothing to do with the Joker. It's the Waynes. Mm, yeah. It's Thomas and Martha and Bruce and Crime Alley. That's the only thing that makes this a comic book movie. Otherwise, it's just, it can be anybody. And so I struggle with how that was used and whether I like it or not. Mm -hmm. Because with that in there, it does help reel it in. But I hate that Wayne stuff. Don't need to see them murdered for the twelve hundredth time. So it's, it's so, I'm getting I hit the I've had my Joker fatigue and I've talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm at Wayne murder fatigue now. <laughs> well, maybe this like, is this is good though because maybe this is they're just filling it in for the Batman movie that Matt Reeves is doing because he's not going to do it. <laughs> good. So Jeez, they're like, please. yeah, we'll just do it in this movie. Yeah. I think um, for me it connects to kind of a subplot the movie is not like super uh preachy preachy political yeah it's very political though and Mm -hmm. i think that that is one of those things where it's like uh thomas wayne gets his comeuppets it wasn't just a random you but know. the thing about it, though, is they show the theater, they pan up to Zorro, they all leave, go into the alley, sure. and they die pearls. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. classic comic book. It's been done 80 times in the comics, once every year, and then it's been in almost every Batman movie. In the same universe multiple times. I think it was in each Schumacher and uh, Burton movie. Yeah. So, like, that staple being in there really nails down the fact that it's like, this is a comic book movie. Mm. And that was that was my least favorite part of the movie, because the whole now I'm thinking, oh, yep, there's Batman, and I think I do think if jo- like the Joker stuff wouldn't have been in this, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Taxi Driver, and it's just Taxi Driver, <laughs> but I think it'd be a better movie without that. But it's a Joker movie, so they have to do the comic book stuff, and I'm just. I feel like I'm the middle of a tug of war with my emotions and how I feel about that. See, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also, it, I think it worked be- simply because of the subplot with Thomas. 
like I would have rather them just cut out the whole thing with Bruce and and leave the stuff with Thomas. Mm-hmm. Not you but don't I mean, even have to like maybe you can mention Bruce, he'd be there at the end, but you don't have to call him by name, you don't have to bring in Alfred. Um but I think that is it pays it pays off that subthread in a way that's unique in in the story because I'm trying to think of the other on film versions that we've seen of that and they're all different to a degree but all of the Thomases have been very different too mm-hmm. right like you have you have the the Batman Begins Thomas Wayne who's a very compassionate man who you know just wants you know you know will cooperate then you have the uh, Batman v Superman Thomas Wayne who's like I'm gonna fight you. Mm-hmm. Right, and then then you have this one who's a politician. And that's a that's a Thomas Wayne that I haven't seen in film before, mm-hmm. and in fact, I think it's it's more earned in this film simply because of an an actual, you know, subplot there with the 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 ideas of classism and using the the poor to keep the rich rich, mm-hmm. but. It's that's, just that's it, me overanalyzing yeah. everything. It's just the Bruce. <laughs> you want to see what's inside my mind? It's just <laughs> really. It's the crime alley stuff that really doesn't. If they had done it, if they had done it differently, like not crime alley, if they would it have would that have been better or would that have been too much of like a uh, honestly, if they would have just shown a theater in the background and said Zorro up there, mm-hmm. we would have got it. Yeah, it would have been a good Easter egg. That's good enough. Sure. Yeah. I th- I think. Yeah, yeah. I think the only, I'm kind of like in between you two, um, but I think the coolest part about it is it kind of like, this is now what links them going forward, which is always mm-hmm. like the interesting topic. Like, why are they linked to each other? Yeah. Sometimes it's that moment. Sometimes there's really no reason. And I think it's cool that they're like, this is how we're linking them together moving forward. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But ultimately, like I could have done without it. And like you fair. said, I've seen it a hundred times. I don't need to see it a hundred more. And like you said, it was more earned this time around. Like you, it kind of made more sense. You kind of had some backstory as to why that would happen. Yeah. So that I, might just be the Batman fan in me that loves the fact that um, his parents just died. <laughs> They're killed by Gotham, not by Joker. Right. Or the results of Joker. That's me. That's me. Sure. But I, I saw it on Twitter maybe a couple years ago, and there was this thread going around like, what should be, what should, what's your favorite thing about Batman, or what's your least favorite thing about Batman? And this person said, um, I hate when they say who killed Batman's, or uh, Bruce's parents. City of Gotham killed his parents. Sure. And I, I, I jumped on that. I was like, that's really cool. Which, so, I mean, yeah, but that's just, that's just me. Yeah, yeah. No, and and I, you know, if we wanted to sit here another two hours, I think I could. Let's pro- do it. I could <laughs> probably. I, I'd happily try and argue that that is still the case in this in this film. You know, it's the Joker. The 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 Joker movement is not born out of. Out of Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck is born out of the Joker movement. The is born out of Gotham, which then just which then just commandeers that that facial thing the the mask to 
give rise to their movement. He doesn't care about their movement at all, at least at the beginning. Mm-hmm. By the end, I think he's come to embrace it because it's made him what he always wants, which is the difference. To though feel, is to feel, to feel, feel part of something. To feel yeah, what to feel seen. What although with that the dude goes out and he says, "This is your comeuppance, Thomas Wayne." It's a straight-up murder as opposed to just a random act of something sure. just went wrong because this city is not helping anybody. As opposed to, F you, Thomas Wayne, you prick. Boom. Boom. <laughs> pearls. Let's leave Bruce alive. Because <laughs> we got to have that. Killing kids is where they draw the line. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the line. <laughs> That's why they cut the Zazie Beats murder scene. Because yeah. they didn't want Joaquin to have it kill a baby. Ugh. Dude, I'm not even gonna lie. I thought he was gonna do that. Like, I'm, I was getting nervous. I was gonna. Have yeah, to watch I. That. No, I was too. Which again just speaks to the tension. Yeah. And how well it's done. Where it's just like that. That cut to him back in his apartment was such like a sigh of relief. I wonder if you'd. Which watch is it why ag- I knew I wasn't getting that later in the film. <laughs> I wonder if you watch it again, if you could like notice something kind of like in the last shot. He has bloody footprints because mm-hmm. he definitely caved in the doctor's face. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like if you would if you could see him walking, if he's like touching the walls, and if you could like see a little smear or something, like blood on his hands, or if he has any self or uh, marks, marks, yeah, for something from Zazie Beats. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just really small things that maybe you could pick, pick up. I don't up. know. But... I don't know. Thank you guys in the chat for keeping it civil. I had I had to stop reading. It was going too fast. <laughs> I was trying to keep up. I appreciate that you guys kept it civil and everybody spoke their mind. Uh, can we talk a little bit about um, just his, like, what do we think about his motivations? Do you feel like those were explored well? Or did they rely too much on the he's just crazy, has a mental illness? Um, you know, we, we've talked about how Joaquin Phoenix has acted the heck out of this performance, but what, you know, other than like, other than the performance itself, what grounded, did anything ground the Joker in, or, or Arthur Fleck in some sort of like, not reality, but. I'm going to go home and read Batman in psychology. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, it's just the fact that you can't trust him yeah is what really solidifies it he's an unreliable narrator yeah and you kind of trust him for the through the first act and a half and then you kind of realize that maybe something is up yeah then you kind of just hate him (laughs) so like a couple of the unreliable things that you wonder about did he actually take the sign or was he actually beaten i think he was actually beaten by those kids i think that's real yeah did that dude give him a gun or did he bring a gun to work and he played it off as the dude brought him a gun do you trust that that guy gave him a gun or do you think he had it himself like there's moments like that yeah at the end of the movie you start to think Oh mm-hmm. man, like, did that guy really give him a gun? Like that, I don't know. Yeah, you know, you need it to defend yourself. Maybe that's just what came to his mind, mm-hmm. and so he went and got a gun. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can't. It's a, it's like reading Annihilation. <laughs> you can't trust what you're reading, or in this case, seeing. And so you start to think about, it. like, after it ends, you start thinking, "Oh man, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's real or not." 
Yeah. I think that's cool. I want more of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna riff off of something that's that's in the chat that I'm seeing a little bit, mostly about uh, Zazie, her character. We don't know her name. <laughs> Lady. Oh no. Did she have a name? I think she. Had she a name. did have a name. I don't remember what it was. Um. So no, one of the things that I really like about uh, the character is that Sophie. Dang it, I knew Sophie. It was right. Um, one of the things I think uh, Todd wrote, I, I assume Todd, the, the, the script and then what Joaquin showed us through his performance was that this is uh, someone who wants... He, he just wants, I think he just wants to be noticed. He just wants to be seen. And that's why the things that I think God, are hallucinated are those, like, moments of him being cared for. Um, and it's, and I, don't, I don't think it starts off as narcissistic. I think it starts off as a genuine human need because of his uh, abuse in childhood and his trauma that he, that he received. He didn't get that from any sort of father. Eventually, we, we I mean, we we see that his mother is very loving to him in a certain degree, despite her previous very egregious acts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but he was not fulfilled by that. And so he invented this relationship in his mind with someone who lived down the hall. Um, yeah, she isn't given a lot to do, but it does a lot for him. And I think, you know, in a in a dark, twisted way, that actually gives him confidence throughout the movie. Um, without those hallucinations, I don't know if he would have done everything he did. Um, and that's all. That all like stems from like a very interesting commentary on, you know, what role does society have to play with you know keeping mentally ill people safe through through providing things like affordable medication and stuff like that um again i think this movie is very political and maybe not smacky in the face with it but um whammy how how something as simple as you know cutting funding for social services can lead to one person's downfall yeah rise to insanity um music programs at the schools must have already been cut <laughs> we all know sports are next yeah, no. Well, oh no sports are the last thing that's always cut <laughs> always the last thing gotham gotham well, there's only one thing left no. <laughs> um but yeah so like you know i i see people saying like zazie didn't have sophie didn't have anything to do but it's because that she doesn't really need to do anything but have a place next to him to empower him to do something, even if that something's bad. Um, because in the end, I mean, in the end, uh, that's a very basic human need that we have is to be connected. Mm-hmm. And as he enters isolation, he has to invent that connection. 
that's just crazy for me to like mm. it's so interconnected in my mind <laughs> yep <laughs> thoughts disagree go for it luke fight me no listen i'm really tired okay <laughs> I'm starting to hit a point where I'm struggling to listen, so I'll just say, okay. And I talk a lot. I, I think you you kind of nail it to an extent. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I, I think it's well said. I won't disagree with you tonight. I do think we should end wrap it, it up. Yeah. I will All say right. I do wish Zazie Beats would have had more of a role. I agree with that, but I do think her role was fitting for what it needed to be. Yeah. Um... All right, well, that that wraps up our spoiler section yep. <laughs> and our Joker section. Thank you for the immense... I'm going to have to go back and read all of this because I haven't been able to catch all of the chat. Like, oh my gosh, I love this. We, they need, are having to a, do, a full to do side conversation yeah. without us. More, more... I wish we had more movies where this was happening. I know. We need, yeah. Good job, Joker. Where was yeah, all this right. in our Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> yeah, that was a movie about society. <laughs> no, it's a movie about family. <laughs> and wrestlers. I ain't got friends. Oh, wait, no. That's the wrong. If you work together, you can you can beat him. Dude, teamwork apparently makes the dream work. Apparently. <laughs> um, Who knew? Right before we hop into, into the fan, fan box, box. I want to I wanna real quick go... Do you guys think which Academy Awards do you think this movie deserves to be nominated for? Not which ones do you think will. Which ones do you think they will be? It deserves to be nominated for. I think Best Actor. Yep. Agreed. Will get a nom. Um. Sorry, that was probably loud. <laughs> and I think writing. I think will be the so only, screenplay. Yeah, the only two it'll get. Actor and score. Ooh, okay. scores possible third. I think. Oh yeah, that's it. Okay. I also I I'll, I think it'll get a, a best director and a best picture nom. Whoa, that'd be cool though. Um, just because you know it's Academy Awards are, are slightly political, mm-hmm. and this what? has a lot to say. No, no, no and, and way. I, well, I just think Warner <laughs> Brothers is like. We have a movie that can potentially win these things. We're gonna push hard on it. So, I do. We think it. He's the odds-on favorite for best actor. Yeah. This, this is now. Yeah. I think the odds right now are heavily in his favor. Yeah. Oh, Leo. Leo will probably be nominated because he's Leo. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He won his. He's he's done. He's done. I posted on Instagram and asked people to kind of send in their thoughts. Yeah. And we got. Two people kind of sent us some reviews. Ooh, uh, okay. Give them to me. Jman underscore 22G said, It was good and a better Joker than Suicide Squad. The whole world agrees with you. <laughs> um, and then Leroy Kelly, who's been in our chat tonight, and I'm mainly going to read this off because people listening right. don't have the option to see the chat. Um, yep, yep, yep. He said, Fairly good. Begin, be, began, uh, begin to mid draw. Oh my gosh. The, the, <laughs> fairly good. Beginning to the middle, drug a little for me. The end was gangsta AF. <laughs> the end was gangsta. That's awesome. Good Joker talk. Those tonight, are good reviews. Yep. All right. Oh, we're not done with Joker. What? Because Leroy also submitted a fan box question. Oh. 
Uh, we're kind of we're kind of done with Joker, uh, it but can, it is it, it is it is in the same kind of vein. Uh, he says thoughts on Scorsese's view of comic book movies. His thought, his view is, I enjoy them more than his films. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so this and, is in reference to earlier this over over the weekend. Scorsese said something about how Marvel movies are just like roller coasters or going like an amusement park but they're not cinema um yeah he compared them to theme parks theme parks yeah was the i like going to theme parks i do too i don't care yeah (laughs) i don't care scorsese and i don't care if somebody else says that they only like the marvel movies over the cinema movies like what you like whatever yeah that's that's my thought i don't care i like that might be aggressive sure but that's it's fine he's allowed to think that he's also like 80 years old (laughs) he's he's... (laughs) no i i agree with you though um i'm a big fan of the like what you like thing and like i'm a huge fan of control the controllables which is kind of the same idea like if you like something you like it who cares if anybody else likes mm-hmm. it? I that's great that he has an opinion on him. I wonder if he likes Joker. Right. A movie that is probably heavily inspired by his films specifically. Yeah. Like I hope he watches it and he goes back and he's like, "Yeah, Joker movie is good though." Just so he can put his foot in his mouth. Yeah. But this is not an uncommon he, thing for older He kind of it was kind of specific towards MCU. And I mean, I just like what movie was he shown? Was it Ragnarok? I, yeah, he would hate that movie. <laughs> the movie, the movie's literally a theme park. It has a theme park ride in it with the Disney music. <laughs> so what I, I, I get where he got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should watch it Winter is. Soldier. Mm, I love that movie. I think that like Logan. So my thoughts would be this. You know, I don't think he has the. Uh, the, the the right to define what cinema is um, and absolutely you should like what you like and don't hate what you don't like did you guys see that what Samuel L. Jackson said culture. yeah <laughs> oh so funny that feeds the toxic culture though yeah like saying saying what he's saying right exactly so like but like cinema is on this huge like it's this like this huge spectrum and on one side you can have your blockbuster entertainment movies that don't have much to say a lot of times they still do they have something to say it might not be super deep that's mm-hmm. fine and then on the other side you've got movies like the joker right like you think of something like guardians of the galaxy versus the joker they're both comic book movies they're both movies they're completely they're, different. They're both cinema, <laughs> but they're completely different. And and I think narrowing cinema to just this smaller uh, group of films is is ignorant at worst, or ignorant at best, and and just plain. I guess I just Hollywood don't... elitist at bat at worst. Worst. If if. Martin Scorsese would say something yeah. like that. Yeah, I would. To- that's exactly what I expect. Would expect him to say. 
Yeah. I guess. So, I mean, but I loved what Samuel L. Jackson said, and I'm going to read his quote. Yep, do it. I mean, that's like saying Bugs Bunny ain't funny. Films are films. <laughs> Everybody doesn't like his stuff either. Everybody's got an opinion. So, I mean, it's okay. Ain't no, ain't going to stop nobody from making movies. Yeah. <laughs> Good well, job, Samuel Jackson. He's, he's, he knows what he's talking about. Good job. Yeah. I love Samuel Jackson. Sprite didn't throw an MF right there. <laughs> Him and Morgan Freeman should do face-off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, okay, one last I would, question. I would go broke. Can we throw Denzel in there? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Three-way Den- face-off? Yes. Um, just have him orchestrate everything. Final question, fan box question, is uh, from our good friend at pronounced Ian. If the three of you could make a movie, so the three of us, the, the fanboys over here, could make a movie where each of you play one of the other. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, calling it out. What would you call it, and what would the story be? What's our what's your pitch for uh, All right, so a I movie about us? Oh boy. I don't I don't know who we would play, but the movie's called Three Minute Baby Strike Back. <laughs> yes. I see where this is going. It's us three, it's somebody else, and your kid. <laughs> but your kid plays Luke. Yes! <laughs> Luke plays your kid. Oh, no. I guess you play me and I play you since yeah. we have to differ. Yeah, we have to we have to switch it up. Going on a ride, kid. Anyway, that's my pitch. <laughs> so um, shenanigans will clearly follow as somebody will get lost. Me, kid. <laughs> oh, Leroy said Michael B. Jordan would play me. That would be that would be like my life would be complete if that ever happened. That would be awesome. I might cry if that happened. I don't know what I'd I don't know a movie I'd pitch for us. Jeez. We'd be like a success story, the only one from Wichita. <laughs> what are we successful at? Podcasting. Ah, uh, okay. No, <laughs> we take it on the road. Through Wichita? Yep. Okay. So it's the year 3019. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. And we are in a intergalactic podcasters. <laughs> and we go on adventures... And the whole time, it's actually a sequel to Laser Cats because our podcasts shoot lasers out of their eyes. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I just went for the reboot goal. <laughs> Trying to get a little Star Wars in there, a little like. It's like, it's a little bit, it ends up being a little bit like Spaceballs, but with the. Uh, can we cast Mason Rudolph with laser with laser <laughs> with laser cats instead of? Uh... No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, not Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I could help myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now that we've officially gone, uh, we've gone two hours. I'm gonna laugh. About Almost. That all night. Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, we should wrap this up. We have exactly we... one minute. Okay. Well, uh, oh. thank you guys for joining us this week. Make sure to like and subscribe. And Twitter, Instagram. I've been on the Instagram. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram. Luke has been actually stepping up our Instagram game. Thank you, Luke. Uh, make sure you check out our merch. Teespring.com. Oh, look at that sexy podcast shirt. Backslash doors, backslash what the fanboy. You can get some. <laughs> Amazing t-shirts there or a, uh, a podcat mug. 
because I've made podcat mugs, but not, <sighs> but not like what the fanboy mugs for whatever should... reason. <laughs> because they're the 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 focal point of our movie universe, we will make in the year three thousand nineteen. Listen, in my three men and a baby one. <laughs> It's me and the cats are out on the loose, and you guys gotta find. Oh, us. that's it's a rescue mission. Ah, so it's like saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yes, Luke has taken shot the in the same tone though, right? Yes, like, very but in space, serious. saving Private Baby. Oh, okay. This is just gonna. I'll end come up back being with this because I don't uh, know. And Mason Rudolph is the Tom Hanks character. <laughs> Does it, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do this. YouTube, SoundCloud, what the fanboy Twitter, Instagram. If you like, Rate, hey, review, like, subscribe, If comment. you like what we've been doing, it would really help if you go to iTunes and write a review. Mm. Give us one, st- give us five stars, or not. Give us whatever you want. <laughs> Just be honest. Be honest. Honesty is the best policy. And uh, that helps. That helps more people find this little show. Mm. This little project of ours. If that's what we want, Do we really want more people subjected to this. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I hear Mason Rudolph's going to have time for the next couple weeks. (laughs) And until next week, thank you for joining us. We'll see ya. See ya, everybody. everybody.